Welcome to Brookstone's Be The One podcast, a special production of Brookstone School. I'm your host, Avery Wolf, and I'm so glad you're joining us today. Today, we're talking to our head of school, Marty Lester. Marty is retiring at the end of this year, and we will miss him dearly. So before he leaves, we wanted to get the chance to visit with him on the podcast and let you all learn a little bit more about our fearless leader. So without further ado, let's hear my conversation with Marty. Welcome, Marty, to the Be The One podcast. Thank you. Yes, thank you for coming by our studio right down the hall from our offices. (laughs) But I'm so glad you're here today. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. Thank you for asking. So so for those listeners who don't know you as well, tell us a little bit about yourself, Mr. Marty Lester. Um, Marty Lester. um, (laughs) Born in 1961. I'm 61 years old right now. I'm married to Chris and we have five children. Yes. Uh, I've been in education for 27 years. Wow, that's a uh, long time. Ten years, the ten years before that, I was an attorney in yes, Mobile, Alabama, and Jackson, Mississippi. Okay. Um, our kids are grown. You know, they are finishing. They're finished with school. Mm-hmm. They're just doing great things, mm-hmm. and we're very proud of them. Yes, but uh, you know. That's that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Yes. And I failed to uh, formally introduce you as our head of school. So, um, so yeah, you've you've had quite a career. You even you had some time of teaching in there too, didn't you? I, I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first nine years, I, I taught history at oh. St. Paul's Episcopal School yes. in uh, Mobile. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Mm-hmm. I, I coached. I taught. <clears throat> I mean, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then one day, somebody convinced me to be an administrator, and that changed. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, I really am kidding about that. Um, I really have felt for those 27 years that I've had the best job Mm -hmm. in the world, Mm -hmm. and um, I really mean that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very rewarding. Um, Never a dull moment. No. No day is the same. Yes, all those things. (laughs) And you can plan all you want to. Yes. But things change. Things change. Exactly. Every day. day. That's right. Um, So tell us a little bit about how, well, tell us how you ended up deciding to leave um, the law practice or practicing law to move into education. You know, growing up, my my heroes were my teachers Mm -hmm. and my coaches, Mm -hmm. and I always admired them and wanted to be like them. I uh, went to college, was a history major, and at mm-hmm. that time, everybody that was a history major went to law school. Right. That so was I, just I, the path. I did that mm-hmm. um, and practiced law. I gave mm-hmm. it a really good shot. <laughs> uh, I, I did. I worked for an insurance defer- defense mm-hmm. firm. Mm-hmm. I worked in the DA's office. Mm-hmm. I did all those things, mm-hmm. different types of, of law. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my mind, I always thought, I want. I really want to be a teacher. Yeah. And I got to be 34. Had children everywhere, mortgage and all that, <laughs> and I decided to take the leap. Yeah. So I went back to graduate school, mm-hmm. and I, I was working my way through it. And then I, I, had, I saw a friend who worked at St. Paul's. Mm-hmm. And I just asked her what the process was. Did I need to be? Certified, and right. she said, "No, I'll I'll just send you an application," mm-hmm. and I did. And um, I got a phone call from the person who became my mentor, oh, Pat really? Taylor. Oh, 
Oh, and so I did oh, ask cool. if I wanted to come in and interview. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. <laughs> and, and so I went in and I've always said I'm a lawyer by training, mm-hmm. but I'm a teacher or an educator by fortune. Oh, yeah, and, I um, I, I've, you know, just am so lucky, mm-hmm. so fortunate. That's uh, awesome. So you taught there, and then you became an administrator. Right. You were head of school at St. Paul's. Right. So what brought you here to Brookstone? Uh, it's funny. I was on a reaccreditation visit at Brookstone mm-hmm. <clears throat> probably in 2008, 2009, somewhere okay. in there. Mm-hmm. And I remember being impressed and I can remember getting in my car and calling my wife, Chris, and say, hey, I'm on the way home. And mm-hmm. she said, what do you, what'd you think? I said, this is really a special place. Really? And, you know, just as time wore on mm-hmm. and I was at St. Paul's and I was obviously well est- established there, mm-hmm. uh, we talked and I said, there are only two places that I would leave St. Paul's for. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Brookstone. Really? And then I, one day I get a phone call and an invitation to come and talk, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and I did, and things just fell into place rapidly, mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> but, uh, you know, again, fortune smiled. Right, and, right. Um, That's I've awesome. been here. And you've been here for seven years, Seven years, right? yeah. yeah. Wow, that's hard to believe. Because on one hand, it seems like that's a long time, but then it also seems like it just happened. It feels sometimes like I've just blinked. Right, I know. Seven years. I feel the same way. I feel Mm -hmm. the same way. It's been really fun these seven years. So, um, okay. So, what are some of your favorite things now about being here at Brookstone? What have some of your favorite things been? I I think one thing that that I've learned quickly Mm -hmm. was the fact that this truly is a Mm student-centered school, Mm -hmm. more so than any place I've seen. Really, Mm -hmm. and. You know, if you think about it, the conversations that we have in meetings or, you know, whether it's faculty, admin, right. whatever, right. there's kind of a guiding principle. Our mission, obviously, is something that we pay a lot of attention to. Yes. But I think most decisions, if not all decisions that are made here, are made with the thought that we need to do what is in the best interest or the best thing for our students. Yes, totally. And I I think there's a passion there. Mm -hmm. There's an understanding that Mm -hmm. it is the right thing to do. Right. Everybody that works here. Right. Totally Um, agree. And Mm -hmm. I think that is one of the things that makes us special. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And I love that even on your visit, it came across to you that this was someplace special. Absolutely. You know, I I, I I mean, it just resonated with me. I took it back. You know, to to work, and I worked at St. Paul's for a number of years after mm-hmm. that. But I, mm-hmm. I never forgot, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be a part of it. And yeah. I, you know, just it happened. Yeah. So I know I, it's so, just meant to be. Yeah, I, I was so grateful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, so were we. So were we for Thank sure. <laughs> I know. You. I remember you on your visits here um, in the whole interview process, and so. Um, and like I said, on one hand, that seems like forever ago. And then on the other hand, it seems like yesterday. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So now that you have been here, what are some of your favorite Brookstone traditions? I don't know how you can not talk about uh, the month of May yes. and graduation. Yes. and and it's right around the corner. Just how beautiful it is and it how is. meaningful it is. I know. Um, I, I was... 
invited to come up before I even started mm-hmm. uh, the the spring before I started. Mm-hmm. And I can remember sitting there with Chris and I just said, this is incredible. This is mm-hmm. beautiful. I hope nobody from St. Paul's ever <laughs> comes to watch this because they're going to want to... To replicate it? Yeah. Yeah. And I turned around and I realized that one of our board members at St. Paul's wife is sitting right behind me. Oh, how funny. Okay, so busted. (laughs) But um, it it is that whole thing from the senior awards Mm -hmm. night, um, prom, which Mm -hmm. is in April, Mm -hmm. and everything that leads up to Mm -hmm. it, that celebration of the seniors seniors, is is just such a wonderful experience. It's really special. For them. And and Mm -hmm. I, I just... I love that time. Mm-hmm. I do too. I do too. It's so it's there's so many events and it's so busy and so many people who are outside of the senior class, um, like parents who don't have seniors, um, don't really realize some of these events until it's their turn. Right. Um, but the whole school just turns such a sweet spotlight on these seniors. And, it really, really does. You know, I mean, it's it, it's obviously thought provoking for for mm-hmm. the seniors, right? But it's also very touching for those of us that are here, right? That play very much so. a role in their right. development and their preparation for going into life. Um, it's just something to be incredibly proud of. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, so you've already alluded a little bit to it, but what what are some of the things that set Brookstone apart? You know, again, the student-centered aspect mm-hmm. of it, but mm-hmm. um, it's just, it, it is almost a complete school. I mm-hmm. mean, we have the most beautiful campus. It is gorgeous. Um, we have teachers who are dedicated, mm-hmm. and they're continually growing. Mm-hmm. They're learning. They're doing everything they can to make themselves better, again, for our students. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I think is is very different about Brookstone is we have that capacity to to deal with what's going on during the day mm-hmm. and and looking ahead to the week mm-hmm. to come or the month or quarter or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we also have that ability to pick our heads up and look and okay, that's then, but what's going to happen in a year right. or five years right. or 10 years? Mm-hmm. And that planning mm-hmm. is um, something we engage in. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. everybody has that capacity mm-hmm. to do that or that desire to do it, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I, I think we do it well. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I really do. Um, having seen some of that work, even how, you know, we look back at meetings where like we were talking about this seven years ago right. and now it now it's happening right. and, you know, um, and all the planning that has gone into making these things happen. Right. Um, we're constantly trying to improve and grow all of us. And so I, I applaud you and appreciate the fact that you have continued and fostered that environment that has allowed the faculty and has allowed the administration to grow like that. I don't know if I fostered that or if I just got out of the way Um, because, you know, again, people are driven to do that, to to Mm -hmm. make us better. Mm -hmm. I think so. I think so. Um, And so along those lines, you know, what what are some of the things we need to be doing to prepare our kids for the future? Not only like Brookstone, but just education in general. What are some of the things we really need to be equipping our children for? I I think that we really have to 
to talk about how we cannot predict mm -hmm. what the future will bring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What we have to do is, is understand that, but also imbue in our students a capacity to pivot, mm -hmm. to change, to, yes. to grow as things present themselves. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's a challenging time in education. Mm -hmm. It's a challenging time to be educated mm -hmm. uh, because uh, of the unknown. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. uh, again, I think we are situated in a place both from a strategic standpoint and, mm -hmm. and just the execution of that strategy mm -hmm. to uh, prepare our students for what's to come. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, one of the best things about working here is, is working with the admin team yes. that I do. And you yeah. have been a part of it for <laughs> my entire seven years. But I, I love how when challenges come, mm -hmm. there, there is no ego. There, there, there is... Right. You know, there, there's no decision that we're going to have to do things my way. Right. It is, you know, right. what are we going to do? Right. What is the best thing to do? And let's make it work. Right. Let's make it happen. Right. And I, I, I've, I've learned so much from the people I work with mm -hmm. and, and this place mm -hmm. and the parents, the kids. I know. I mean, I the, know. they are fabulous. They are fabulous. Um, and I, I still... You know, middle of the night, I'll get a text from from a, a student who I, you know, have just known mm -hmm. for for mm -hmm. their years here, and mm -hmm. just checking in. Yeah, and um, that's that's just wonderful. It really is. Um, we see that a lot when we have talked to to teachers and to students that those relationships continue long after students leave and after they graduate. Now, I don't get as many texts as Jim East does. But <laughs> But, I, you know, occasionally I'll, I'll get one. Well, it's always really special when it happens. Yeah. Um, it really is. So, And I wholeheartedly agree about the admin team. I mean, it's just such a fine group of people, fine group of educators, and, um, and everything is just what's in the best interest of the child. And You're right. the collaboration, I, I, it, it's just such a great group of people. It really is. So yeah. I'm grateful to be a part of it as well, for sure. Me too. And then um, that's a group that I, a lot of times I just get out of the way <laughs> because they're going to do what's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we've had some things to navigate. Ooh. So, you know, just, oh, yeah. Thinking about COVID alone, just COVID. Wow. that It was amazing to watch our school react to that. Um, the thing I'll always remember about that mm -hmm. is just how proud I was mm -hmm. to be a part of that group. Mm -hmm. We were presented with the problem that um, maybe people had thought about in the back right. of their minds right. could happen, but we were faced with, okay, it's happening. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. have to, to come up with a plan and we mm -hmm. have to serve our right. students right. and we right. have to care for our teachers right. and we have to care for each other. Mm -hmm. And I, I really believe we did that better mm -hmm. than anybody else. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I listen to other heads talking about their schools and their reactions, and and in the back of my mind, I'm just thinking with a smile on my face, you know, we did it better than you did. <laughs> so, and that that's not arrogance; it's no, it's know. fact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I so. agree. I agree. So you are retiring at the end of this year. 
Uh, I am. And we're going to miss you so much. Well, I'm just going to be right down the road. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah I, actually, uh, Chris and I have decided to stay in Columbus because I'm it's, so it's become home. Yeah. And, uh, and I really didn't have much of a choice because, as I kind of mentioned, the possibility of, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to stay, we're going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Chris just kind of said, well, if you move somewhere else, I'll miss you. I was like, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but no, no, I mean, friends, mm-hmm. uh, the mm-hmm. city, I mean, yeah. obviously the school community have right. just been a huge part of our lives, right. and right. Um, we we will stay. Good. That is good news for us, for sure. Thank you. So, so not that you want to even think about the things that you will miss, but what are some of the things you will miss about being here at school? Uh, that's... Such a long list <laughs> oh, no. of things. Um, you know, you, you alluded to it. Think you never know what's going to happen when you right. walk in. Um, but I, I will miss the rhythm mm-hmm. of the school that mm-hmm. develops pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. You know that that fresh start every August when right. the new faculty come in, and right. you know we're talking to them about what it is to be a part of the Brookstone family, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just to kind of watch them become children looking into the window of the candy shop. Right, right. You mean you just want me to teach? I said, Mm -hmm. well, no, I want you to teach really well. Right, right. And uh, just that expression of I'm free to to practice my craft, Mm -hmm. to develop my art. Mm -hmm. I I will miss that and the expressions on their faces. I'll miss the cafeteria. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you go in there, you can tell what division's in there by the noise. Uh, you absolutely can. That's I mean, so true. Some divisions are deafening. <laughs> Others are reflective. But, you know, it, it's, I, I'll, I'll miss that. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll miss the quad. Yeah. I'll, I'll miss uh, the games and, mm-hmm. you know, hearing from teachers past and present about yeah. how things are going. Yeah. But like I said, we're, we'll be less than four miles from school. Yes. So. There you go. So yeah. you, will, you will still get to come back and enjoy a lot of yeah. those things. So, all right. Well, just some, some well, before I get to the, the fun facts, what are you looking forward to about retirement? Because I know it's got to be exciting. Well, I have forgotten what it is to experience in August or September. <laughs> so I, I'm kind of curious uh, what that'll mm-hmm. be like. But, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I'm retiring from being a head of school or being yes. a school administrator, but uh, I'm going to be able to choose some things that, that are very important to me. That's awesome. Good. Um, yes. And I'm going to enjoy that very much. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe... Not having that daily schedule will mm-hmm. free right. me up to to mm-hmm. do even more things, things yes. I'm not really aware of right, right. now. Right, right, that you haven't had the freedom to do. But, uh, you know, that part's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll, I'm going from having no children married and no grandchildren to having three married <laughs> and two grandchildren, you know, yes. this summer. This summer, so, I know. Uh, I'm I'm very excited about that. That is very I, I've exciting. wanted to be a grandfather for a long time. Yeah, and uh, we we are just 
excited. That's awesome. About that. As you should be. And will they be close by? They want one will be far away. Right? Um, no, my no? my children choose to be geographically diverse. <laughs> uh, so you know they're they're kind of all over. So by retiring from Brookstone, I'll mm-hmm. be able to to, to go, go see them That's and awesome. uh, see my grandchildren. That's so exciting. Yay. I'm excited about that for you. Well, thank you. Um, okay. So just some fun facts Okay. because our audience listeners want to know these things. Yes. Okay. So some of your favorite movies. Um, you know, when I was doing, going through the interview process, mm-hmm. I was asked that question really? in the um, open like teacher in one of forum. the forums? Mm-hmm. Bell Harrell really asked me what's your favorite movie, and I said Local Hero. It's it's a independent film from the early '80s that was set in a Scottish town. Okay, uh, that was the target of a big oil company. They were going to take it over and put a refine, refinery there, okay. and, but they were going to buy uh, all the land around mm-hmm. it, and just mm-hmm. the the quirkiness of that town and the people that lived there and how endearing they were to the oil executive who's the main character. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I've loved that movie. Um, That's so fun. Since 1983. Really? Yeah. I don't know how many times I've watched it. But <laughs> I, I uh, put it on my list. Um, I kind of was spoiled in Mobile because mm-hmm. there was an independent movie theater mm. there and a very eclectic, movie collection that uh-huh. kind of worked worked its way through there. I oh, mean, everything fun. from documentaries to mysteries to, you know, whatever. Oh, that's so So the genre, I guess I would choose, would be that small, independent uh-huh. movie. That's awesome. So Yes. Gone are the days where these little independent movie theaters are, at least around Columbus. So uh, maybe the one in Mobile is still there. I don't know. It, it's still there, but it, it struggles. Yeah. But it has a very know. loyal... Following, I'm sure. and um, we we have hoped that that would happen yeah. in Columbus, and we're still hoping. Yes, we can still hope. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We can put that on the list of th- things we want to see. Right. Um, okay. So, what about books? What are some of your favorite books? Um, I, I'm a history yes person, mm-hmm. and I read a lot of of nonfiction mm-hmm. history, um, but then I'll delve into. Other things, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. other, other types of, of literature, and I'm kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. I probably mm-hmm. have five books going right now at really? home. Yeah, um, so you're you're one of those has multiples going yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and they're not connected in yeah. any way. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've I, I've always been a reader. Yeah, for some reason, yeah. I love reading too. I really do. So, but I'm kind of more like that too. I've got several that I've started pausing, go back to, but not necessarily start and finish one at one time before yeah. I start another yeah, one. Yeah, having a Kindle, that's dangerous. I know. <laughs> because, oh, yeah, that sounds good. And, you know, yeah. I'll go buy it. And it's like, when did I buy this? So. <laughs> okay, so what about uh, restaurants, favorite restaurant? And it doesn't have to be here in Columbus because I know you have a favorite restaurant, or at least I've heard you mention one that's not here in Columbus. Yeah, um, I, I, I do have... Lots of favorite restaurants. If I had to choose one mm-hmm. in Columbus, um, I would probably pick Uptown Vietnamese. Oh, really? I've yeah. never been there. Um, it's uh, 
unfortunately, we are creatures of, of habit mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. house, and we go there a lot. And there, there's some other restaurants too, but I, I order the same thing every time, <laughs> and and I'll look across the table at my wife and say, "This is my favorite meal ever." <laughs> but we, um, you know, there are there are a lot of places um, just growing up. Mm-hmm. Birmingham, Jackson, yeah. um, Mobile, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, different types of food and things like that. Um, there's a place in Mobile called the Dew Drop In, and oh, they have they have a great hot dog there. And uh, you know, in an admin meeting, I was talking. I was very excited about. Uh, there's a chicken fingers place mm-hmm. that opened up in Auburn called Fusackley's. And yep. I, I was just like, it's a mobile thing. It's great, you know, all yep. that kind of stuff. And I, I got a request for a recommendation in Mobile, and I gave <laughs> a couple of restaurants. But if you need chicken fingers, go uh-huh. to this place. <laughs> so we started talking about it, and one of the administrators, maybe the upper school director, <laughs> was we were talking, and and he said something along the lines of, hey, you mean like it's like a Zaxby's? Yes. Mm-hmm. I went, no, <laughs> don't ever say that. Are you kidding? But, uh, it cannot be compared. No, <laughs> at, at all. But, uh, oh, that is know, so funny. That's, I, I go there yep. usually when I go to Auburn or go to Mobile yep. or well, even I'm- Tuscaloosa. They have so, one there. Yeah. So yeah. I have not been there, but I was in Auburn a couple of weeks ago and I drove past it and I, I just thought of Marty. I was like, there's Marty's restaurant. So I need to go back and try it. I have no point. financial interest or stake <laughs> in it, but I highly recommend it. Oh. All right. Well, so last fun fact question. So you are about to retire. If you could go anywhere in the world to travel, just where would you go? Uh, lots of places. Um, you know, I, I have, by, by virtue of being an educator, a teacher, mm-hmm. been able to take groups all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I've loved that part of it and sharing that experience with them. But mm-hmm. I think I would like to go somewhere without 80 of my best friends. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I just kind of like to, to, to go and explore. And mm. so... That list is very long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of places I would like to go back to. Yes. Oh, yeah. Me but too. Um, me too. You know, um, I, I don't know that I could narrow something I down. I know some of these questions aren't really fair because I don't have just one particular answer for any of them myself. So. When I was in college, my parents um, supported me in doing this, going to. Um, British studies, mm-hmm. you know, study abroad yes. for a summer. Mm-hmm. But I traveled a few weeks before, and I can remember going to a train station in Paris mm-hmm. and looking up and going, I'm going to go to Amsterdam. Really? Yeah, just making that kind of decision uh-huh. and going and, uh-huh. you know, navigating all the challenges yeah. which which are out there. Uh, just I remember that feeling mm-hmm. and uh, writing my parents a letter when I finally landed in Oxford <laughs> and just said, thank you yeah. for, mm-hmm. for letting me do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, one other question that's, is, that's coming to my mind as you're talking, and this isn't on our list, so I'm throwing this at you. Um you know, our our seniors are about to leave and they're about to just have so many experiences at their feet, essentially. You know, as they're leaving, 
Brookstone, what is what is something you would say to them, either to take advantage of or um, or, or to look forward to? What if you could say something to our seniors? What would you say? I, I say this usually in my my welcome mm-hmm. <clears throat> at graduation, mm-hmm. um, just about how so many of them when I, when I'm talk, talking to them in small groups or whatever mm-hmm. they. They talk about how excited they are about going off to school, but right. but how reluctant they are to leave mm-hmm. Brookstone. Mm-hmm. And the, the advice I give them is, you're you're ready, mm-hmm. you're you're prepared in, in every way. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing to remember is that this is a place that cares about you very deeply. So come back and tell us yes. what you've done and whatever you've conquered, right. which you know. To be a Brookstone alum is is something special, mm-hmm. and they do great things out in the world. Mm-hmm. And just to go, mm-hmm. do, be, yeah, is important. Totally agree, Marty. This has been so much fun. Well, thanks, Avery. Thank you. thank you for asking me. Well, I'm so glad, and thank you for you know being willing to let me ask you all these questions. And um, we are going to miss you very much. So I'm going to miss everybody and everything Mm -hmm. well i thank you just not only for myself but just collectively just thank you for what you've done for our school and for the students and i know you have meant a lot to all of us so you guys have no idea how important you are to me thank you all right so before i start going thank you (laughs) thank you thank you I hope you all enjoyed that visit with Marty. It has been such a privilege to work with him over the past seven years, and we will forever be grateful for his time here at Brookstone and the impact he has made on our school. And since I am much better with see you laters than goodbyes, I'm grateful he will still be here in Columbus with us. Like Marty said, Brookstone is an incredibly special place. So if you're interested in finding out more about how your child can become a part of the Brookstone family, reach out to Ann Parker, our Director of Enrollment, for more information. Her contact info is in the show notes. I'm Avery Wolf. Thank you so much for listening today. We're grateful for you and for your support of this podcast. And to all the Brookstone Cougars out there, always remember to be the one.